Last time on Crudely Drawn Swords. I don't know how you deal with a giant gelatinous monster. One of those tendrils grabs Bambury and picks him up. I'm going to grab one of those marbles and I'm going to yell, Trevor, I choose you! There is a massive explosion of fire and then the demon that he's summoned turns and just starts wailing on this creature. Shall we? Yeah. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> Bambi, Enigma, all that taken care of? Definitely good. No more questions. Move on. I would like to find something like sustenance, so probably a big barrel of food, maybe lemons to keep the scurvy away. Yeah, I find the top, uh, the seats of the four-legged chairs that we were carrying. Robinson's orange lemon and pineapple juice drink. Well, no, it, it still might be useful to travel onto the the boat and try to recover any other provisions that we can. It hasn't yet sunk out of sight, but obviously it is in the process of sinking. So, what have you found? Drinking water. Percy turns out to be better at this than any of the Dex kids, in spite of not being super dexterous. What do you find? We always screw ourselves over. Let's give ourselves a helping hand. We're about to cross a desert, okay? Hmm, tequila. This is pretty much the moment you come onto the deck. And that's why you see the mast keeling down and landing, piling the rigging over Bambury. Bambury gets to safety fine. Bambury's broomstick is broken. Yeah, okay, Bambury. I guess. I assume we're just going to use Percy, who is basically the donkey and all the strength, just dragging the three of us and all our stuff through the desert. Stop eating all the supplies. But the lemons are so tasty. After four days of travel, Percy just hits a wall and he physically cannot pull the sledge anymore. All right, Tristan, you're up. With my shirt wrapped around my head and drenched in lemon juice, which is dripping onto my naked shoulders and really sticky, it stings because my sunburnt back is just red now. I'm just going to start heaving that sled every time Bambury gets off. Well, as soon as we get out of the desert, we'll have a bit more options for um, hunting and what have you as well, rather than just eating these salt rocks. Mmm, food that isn't lemons. So south we go. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an actual play adventure. You're welcome. Of <laughs> salt <laughs> deserts, <laughs> dehydration, uh. and lemon eating. With me are four noble heroes, but they're not speaking, so instead we've got Stuart. Who do you play? I play Tristan T. Wild. The T stands for tremendous. And we've got Mag. Who are you and who do you play? I play Banbury, no middle name Lutz, a child genius witch. Which what? Uh, <laughs> child genius witch, the Consumer Association magazine. <laughs> this turns out to suddenly be very relevant. Ali, who are you and who do you play? Enigma, 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 Enigma. And you will never know who I am. Well, that's 
going to really suck in terms of uh, promoting your Edinburgh show then. God damn it. <laughs> i got an Edinburgh show. <laughs> Come and see my Edinburgh show. I mean, there's no way this edit and episode is going out before Edinburgh Fringe yeah. this year in August. Like, God damn literally it. no way. We would have had to plan that months ago. No, this is months ago. This will go out in the future. Yeah. Yeah. When was your show, Alison? Three to four, <laughs> four o'clock in the opium downstairs. I believe everyone knows about it now because it was such a sellout. I guess the date's probably more important than the time. First week of the festival. <laughs> first week of um, the festival. You heard it here first. It's always three till four. You just don't understand how Edinburgh works. The time and the place is most important. Ali, when's your 2019 uh, show going to be? Uh, probably next year. Good work. <laughs> Good. <laughs> And what time will you be going on? Uh, three to four o'clock, uh, downstairs at Opium. That's like, Gwyn, who do you play? I play Percival Cleft, the paladin. Everybody's pal, the paladin. When last we saw our heroes, you had hunkered down for a happy night snoozing in the cold, salt desert night, having run low on water Percy having collapsed whilst dragging the toboggan or sledge, I suppose you might call it, through the desert. Tristan having taken over and given himself chronic sunburn. Everyone eating mostly lemons. Gave us zest. I had a certain appeal, but times are rough. And then during the night, Tristan has been awakened by a nocturnal visitation. It's the middle of the night. Yeah. In the salt desert. And Torquil shaking you as you wake up, he says, Ah, Tristan, I think we need to talk. Uh, okay, I'm just going to roll over. I'm, I'm assuming I'm back on the ship at this point. And I'm like, Oh, Torquil, it was all just a horrible dream. Ah, oh, I'm sorry to say, Tristan, it. It wasn't a dream. None of it was a dream. No, no, it's fine. Just, sh- just let me have a few more minutes sleep. Um, my, my skin is blistered here. And then he's going to kind of realise. I'm like, uh-oh. Yes, Tristan. This is exactly what it seems like. Almost, sort of. Close enough. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit cautious at this point. Hey, Torquil. Uh, kind of rubbing my eyes sleepily, trying to work out what's going on. The thing you notice about Torquil, he looks very much the way you remember him, but there is a slight glow about him. And when you look at his skin, there seem to be green stars moving underneath it very slowly. It's almost natural colour, but there's these little points of light drifting under his skin. He says, Tristan, I... I think this conversation should be between you and me, so let's not be too loud. Your your friends all need their rest here. Yeah, I'm just going to... How close am I to people? Am I near enough to get a, a subtle boot tap against someone? Or? <laughs> You're probably just about in reach of Banbury. Oh, that's the worst, Hawk. I'm not waking him up. That is a very understandable response. I'm going to kind of stretch my leg out, see if it'll reach Percy and just... No! Oh, come on! <laughs> and at the same time, trying to act like I haven't seen the green. Hey, you're looking good, Torquil. Thank you, Tristan, but I suspect I've looked better. Yeah. I feel as though I've lost a, a lot of my vitality, but we have more vitality now. We have a kind of life that we never had before. We? All of us 
Tristan. All of us, we're all here. We have become one with the consumer. Okay. Again, looking at the Hawks. Okay, I'm just going to have to deal with this one alone. I'm going to sort of wriggle myself up against the rock and act all cash and be like, yeah, so tell me about it, yeah? But inside, I'm, I'm panicking here. <laughs> he says, you're, you're in a lot of trouble, Tristan. A lot of trouble. Yeah, no shit. Look at us. Look at my skin. I've got heat delirium. You're not even real. I'm talking to an imaginary glowing you. Oh, I need some water really badly. <laughs> I, need, I need less lemons, less salt, and a whole lot more water. I'm going to be like, Toco, come on, follow me. And we're going to sort of sneak over to the water and I'm going to just start <laughs> guzzling the rations. I'm going to glug a little water just to try and clear my head. And I'm going to kind of... You're just splashing it over yourself. Yeah, I'm splashing it in my face. I'm kind of <laughs> dunking my hair in it, washing my hair. I'm just like, oh, that's so much better. It feels really good on my burnt skin. <laughs> Toco says... I'm sure it does. You're looking, uh, you look, you've looked better yourself, Tristan. Yeah. I'm going to give him an old school league. I'm going to be like, yeah, boom, <laughs> fist bump. I'm like, I hear you, buddy. Does it, does my hand connect or does it just go through? It does connect. Interesting. He's physically there, but it doesn't feel like a hand. It's slightly too soft. It feels like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're fist bumping with either a water balloon okay. or some uncooked sausages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. I've punched a lot of sausages in my day, so I know that feeling. <laughs> you're the king of sausage punches. Yeah. I'm like, I know this. And that's not even a euphemism, but it also could be. <laughs> that's the thing. You just get really angry in butcher's mm. shops. Okay, so I've established that he is actually there. Yeah, he, he's physically real, but he's not physically... He doesn't feel human. Okay. I'm assuming that this green is the same green that we've, uh, we've seen previously. It certainly looks a little like the stars you saw within the body of the creature. Yeah... Um, I'm, I'm cautious. He says, Tristan, I think we could help one another. Um, I don't really see how I can help you at this point, Torgo. I mean... Well, this is the quid pro quo, if you will. This is the agreement where we help you now, and you help us a little later. What you might consider a kind of repayment on the debt. Yeah, I mean, how do I know it's really you? What was that thing that... I wanted to do that you didn't want to do. <laughs> what, what what happened after that little uh, scenario? <laughs> he tells you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> clever. Well done. Is it is it correct? Yes, it's very accurate. Oh, yes. We argued for so long over that talk. Well, it would have been good with wider context. I regret how much we argue, Tristan. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact now that we can use your power. Uh, yeah, you and were... you could benefit from ours. You were going to say we can use you. I, I heard the little slip up in your voice there. <laughs> well, what you've got to think of is that you live long enough to help us. And in your own way, you might gain from the association too. 
Okay, let's let's break it down. What? Oh, I wonder if I should try one of my bardic tricks, like my um. You have charming and open. Yeah, but the downside is that my ability is used instantly against me. Okay, I'm gonna ask, what do you most desire? What we desire, what we were made for. We desire power, Tristan. Okay. We hunger for it. It sustains us in a way that nothing else can. And then he says, and what do you most desire, Tristan Wilde? (sighs) That's a good question. You know, in the short term, to get to Malheim, in even the the even shorter term, maybe to have some water. (laughs) I would have said fame, but honestly, I think at the moment it's to beat the Sudek army. That's the one thing we've got to do is save Karis. Well, perhaps this deal could help with that. I'm listening. We could get you to safety. And then you could give us the power we hunger for. That would be your exchange. So, and this is simple. We don't take it from you. But we've seen what you do, Tristan Wilde. We've witnessed your skills. Thank you. You murder people. Whoa, whoa, whoa! And when you kill people, innocent or guilty, there's a power in that. Get a bit judgy now, Torquil. I mean, we've only... You know, the captain was evil. By no means am I judging this. Let me put it another way, Tristan. I no longer exist except as memories within this creature and a form that it can choose to grant me for brief periods. So I am truly we. I am part of it. And we have no conscience in that respect. We do not judge those who would kill and eat others, for it is what we do also. But we consume their very being, their essence, and their power. Hey, I mean, it sounds like you want Bambury at this point, or maybe Enigma. They're taken. I mean, you, you can't have Percy. We cannot take something that is aligned with a great power already. Ooh, what are they aligned with? What do you know? Come on, Torquil, don't be shy. We can see the power of those two. The power that accompanies them. And don't mistake me, it would delight us to consume them. Their power could sustain us for a long time. But we're making a gamble that the four of you are more destructive (laughs) and can satiate (laughs) us to a greater degree than simply eating those two and swallowing them and making their power part of ours. Man, I I wish that I could say that's not correct and that we're not an (laughs) utterly incompetent, destructive force. And I'm going to level with you. This is literally why I haven't woken anyone up. Because they would just start kicking off now without having, you know, a, a decent conversation about the, the subtle balances of power and world domination. Exactly. It's the very nature of power. Really is. Sometimes you need someone special and remarkable to be the bearer of power. We could offer you that. And in exchange, all you would have to do is to grant the power of those you kill to us. To feed us with their dying life force, with their magics and their powers. And how do we do that? We would place a small element of ourselves upon your person. Like where? What, what are we talking? A big glowing stone in my head or like a, an arm? Perhaps a glowing stone somewhere would be appropriate. Okay, my like palm would look pretty badass. I'll give you that. Or like That'd be rad as hell, Tristan. That would be rad as hell. It really would. Now, would I benefit directly? So as I suck the power in, would I also become un- ungodly? 
Tristan, you would live long enough to do it. That is your side of the bargain. I mean, how much food are we talking here? Oh, we have other means, fear not. Yeah, but no, I mean, how how much killing before you decide that's enough and you come for old Tristan T. Wilde? Oh, our agreement would last for as, as long as you needed it to, Tristan. Mm. It might last till the very end of the world. <laughs> OC chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a long time. <laughs> Isn't it, though? So what about the hawks here? So they're safe. They would fall under your protection. You would need them to achieve your most powerful victories. Yeah, I mean, they basically do all the killing and I just sit at the back and shoot arrows at stuff. Ah, but with us, your arrows could drain the power from your victims. Oh, man. I've got to be honest, you are selling it a little. So what happens to Karis? Oh, we don't mind about Karis. We got no strong opinions either way in that regard. Karis is no particular interest to us, except if there are individuals of power there. Obviously, we would desire to consume those. Oh, obviously. So let me break it down. What you're suggesting is we, as the Hawks, will be protected to get to Malahim as long as we kill a shit ton of people and that power is going to go to your creature which I'm pretty us, sure I, is yeah, yeah, to you we guys we are sorry. the creature yeah. uh, that I'm pretty sure is bigger than uh, I'm pretty sure it got really big really quickly after it killed loads of people that's also a true thing yeah so at some point when you've helped us wipe out it's a, here's the deal I'll put to you as well if you assure us that we can use your power to kill Sudek and win that war so that basically you and I are going to have fisticuffs like the, the days of old, aren't we? At some point, we're going to have swelled you big enough and then we're going to have to deal with you as our, our later problem, as I understand it. I'm sure it will be no problem at all to you, Tristan. <laughs> yeah. If anything, we will be the greatest ally you could wish for. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're selling it. You're definitely selling it. Part of the cost might be that... Sometimes, if we observe a power, there may be things that you don't perceive, but we do. And we, we may inform you if there is someone who would delight us particularly were you to kill them. I mean, it sounds like a job for Enigma more than me. I'm not really that evil. She's taken, she... Yeah, but I mean, you tell Enigma to kill an innocent child and that is dead. You don't even <laughs> need to ask twice. She'll just kill it because she's mourning the death of her father. I'm going to glance across at Enigma and make sure she's still asleep. Yeah, it's good, it's <laughs> oh, good. we remember that, Tristan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Oops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> touchy subject. I forgot that. Yes, we have many memories within us. Yeah. Many memories. Pass on sorry. Hawk say sorry, lol. <laughs> no hard feelings. Well, Tristan, let me put it this way. I, I have offered you an agreement. And suffice it to say that... I know that you're smart. You're willing to think things through. So I'm sure you'll make a good decision. Okay. I will return to speak with you. Okay. And we can see what decision you come to then. Like tomorrow night then? Give me give me at least a day to think it over. And... Of course. Of course. You'll need that. And I'm allowed so to... So tomorrow night then. I can talk to the Hawks about this? You're not going to say super secret? No kind of embargo at all. Okay. You're a rational man, Tristan. And I'm sure the more you think on it, the more you'll come to see things our way. Okay. I'm going to lean in for a, a kiss. 
Mm. So, I I no longer have those desires, Tristan. Oh, oh, yeah. We. I'm, me neither. Me neither. No, I was. We are reserved for a different appetite now. And he stands up, and then he sort of almost floats backwards away from you, and then he kind of dissolves into a cloud of green stars that drift away across the dark salt flat like dust in the wind. Call me! Oh, <laughs> damn it. I just got out of that relationship as well. So, Tristan, were you going to wake your neighbours? I've been pondering this problem all night, um, and the guys awoken, and the girls, obviously, awoken to the, the sort of nice sort of mm, smell of sort of lemon rind and salt rocks. It's a classic sort of desert dish that I'm frying up on a little fire, <laughs> and it's kind of like this acrid smoke is starting to choke them as the, the salt rock is burning in the oil. That I've got a little rosemary oil thing that I keep on my pouch, so I'm just cooking up some salt rocks, lemon rind, a bit of pickled fish. That went off weeks ago. Yeah, well, I can't tell. I've been eating salt rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of, I'm, like they do on cartoons where they waft stuff and the hawks would wake up and come floating towards the breakfast. I'm kind of wafting <laughs> it in the faces. Mm, and it's it's this thick yellow smoke. What's that? What's that, Tristan? It smells delightful. Oh, wait. Wake up! Breakfast! And I'm really perky because I've clearly got a secret that I'm <laughs> trying to decide if I should tell them or not. Uh, hey guys! Wake up, wake up! Thanks! I'm going to shake you guys awake. Hey, wake up! It's morning! Stop touching me! Why are you so wake, happy wake about up. morning? I love morning! I'm just uh, going to break into song. The sun has really got to you. Oh, uh, what? What is wrong with you? Uh, I, I don't know what you mean. I'd say, did you get laid? But we're in the desert, so you clearly didn't. I'm going to look over at Percy and then at Enigma. He didn't, uh, did he? Did he? Uh, now. I'm pretty sure he didn't. That brings me to my second point. Uh, what? How Are you going to point at your crotch right now? Because that's your first point and we don't want to know about it. How did you get laid out here? Take a seat, Hawks, for do I have a tale to weave for you? Sit on the floor. So... There was a mage and a mighty rogue, and together they flew into the salty deserts and slew a mighty beast. Isn't that the story we all know, Percy? Yes. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Turns out it was bullshit. Hang on. Are you talking about us or different? Yeah, those two chumps. Okay. Yeah, that's what, what we killed it. Turns out, you, you know, when they said they've killed the beast, everything's fine, lol. Well, yeah. actually, we never quite said that. We yeah, just said yeah, it was we done with. pretty sure you, it was yeah. fine. Turns out it wasn't, and it's hunting us, like us. Oh, that's... I don't know why I hissed the us like a snake. That's not ideal. <laughs> no, isn't it? I mean, this is a weird thing for you to be cheerful about in the morning. Oh, I've been kind of going through this all night. And how do you know this? Oh, oh it gets better. Because you know that little... Uh, you know that mistake that I had with Torquil? You know, things were desperate. We thought it was the like last days on Earth. Oh, and... when you said that he wasn't a main character, but he keeps on coming back. Yeah, no, the other thing uh. that we did... Is he in the... pregnant? <laughs> oh, my God. Tristan's face is just going to drop as he hasn't even considered that option. I could be having like a million little squid babies and I'm just muttering to myself, how does that thing reproduce? Oh, crap. Um, I hope not, Enigma, because wait, he is wait, now... Wait, 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 stop everyone. Scratch like, record. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to this age where I thought I understood the birds and the bees, but seemingly by all your reactions, 
I don't. So, None. Percy, can you put that noted down to explain that to me later, please? Well, by the reactions, neither do I. So maybe Tristan needs um, to explain now. Bambri, <laughs> when a man and a man who has become one with an all-consuming creature love each other very much, sometimes they're... I'm going to stop. I can feel the booze uh, taking hold. Continue. Right, so... Um... Torquil came here last night. Torquil's dead. Yep. I don't think that was Torquil. Let me ask you another question. Is the monster dead? Probably. Yeah, he's not, is he? Because Torquil is now part of the monster. Okay. Well... Let that bombshell... I'm going to be like, drop Mike, but I just drop a salt rock. In the same <laughs> way that the lemons that we're eating are part of us. Uh, rob my little tummy. Mm-hmm. This lemon's I, part of me now, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now imagine that you wanted all the lemons in the world and... I don't. I don't even want another lemon at this stage, I'm going to be entirely honest. Yeah, you can have them, actually. Yeah, now imagine that you were still hungry for lemons and every lemon you'd eaten was talking to you from inside your tummy. You've eaten a lot of salt rocks, haven't you? I've eaten so much salt. Guys, I'm going to spoon more into Enigma's bowl. I get the hint, Enigma. Thanks. Okay, right. Torquil came to me last night. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't a hallucination. How do you know? Because there were no sexy times. Okay. And he told me that he has become one, as have the rest of those chumps that are not main characters, uh, with this crazy creature that you didn't kill. And he's offered me a deal. And um, what's the deal? The deal is that we'll live. That's good. If we feed him power. It power, <laughs> sorry. If we feed them power. Oh, well, the classic deal, I guess. Yeah, oldest deal, oldest deal in the, the book. book. Yeah. So, so we don't do that, right? If if we don't do it, he's gonna consume us. Sorry, it's going to consume us, as in eat us. Like I'm gonna look at Bambri and the lemons and offer him a lemon, huh? Like the lemons. I'm gonna have a look around. Uh, ben, is there any traps of anything nearby? Tristan, the insane rock eater. <laughs> the ground is scuffed generally from you all stomping about. You can't see We're, anything remarkable. There's nothing leading out into the desert separately. There aren't tracks moving in and there aren't tracks leading out. Okay, so Tristan, you're going to have to yes. have some water. You don't have to tow us anymore. Percy, mm. you don't have to tow us anymore. Me and Enigma are going to take the strain and we're going to head ah. south. You just... Hey. I, look. Bambri, you, do you remember you, that sh- cooling sh- spell you cast sh- on everyone but me? I'd have loved that. Shh, buddy, shh. You're going to be okay. I feel bad. I've, I've done some bad things. I think the heat's gotten to you. Yeah. That, is, that is on me. I get that. Mother son, she praises me. So Bambri's going to like cast a bit of like, heat spell oh. and just slowly... No, no precious wave, son! I'm going to try and jump out of the heat zone. Cool no, energy. You're going to just caress... Caress Tristan. Shh, buddy, shh. Oh, oh, okay, shh. one night, one day, I'll sleep. Right. And... I'm going to um, I'm gonna high-five Tristan and just say, uh, hey. I mean, it was a bit out there, Tristan, but um, <laughs> good hey. job, good job. <laughs> no, no, it's yeah. happening. It's happened. Um, no, no, shh, so, buddy, shh. Just... I've got... Okay, yeah, we look, have to I've make made you this sp- lovely pillow uh, of lemons. You just nestle in. Ah, uh, lemons. <laughs> <laughs> For... As I'm drifting off, we have one day to make a decision. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? So he's gone bad shit in the sun. Well, um, next. Should we just keep going? So I guess we drag us south. Yeah. Uh, Percy, you try and rest up and uh, yeah, see how it goes. 
Yeah, thanks for roping us in. Sounds good, yes. So, a long day of walking through this bright, strong sun. It's hard. It's not as bad as it could be because uh, Banbury's air conditioning spell does seem to be covering the people doing the actual pulling, at least, which is a big improvement. But as you continue, the ground's starting to get more rocky and kind of bumpy, and it's actually getting harder to drag the sledge. It's starting to turn into more kind of less like a smooth plane and more bumpy and... Every single time we get to a bit where we're struggling, Banbury's going to cast flying monkeys and summon flying monkeys out of a different plane. They will drag <laughs> it for a certain amount of time, then they will disappear back, then Enigma and Banbury will take over again. Okay, we... great. So give me a cast the spell roll. Always the monkey solution. Monkey, monkeys are the general solution. Pretty useful. To... You've in doubt, monkeys out. Uh, eight on the first one. Okay, so what's the downside of that? I will I'm sure I used to be able to summon monkeys. I guess I will take minus one on going. Okay. <laughs> Good. And then he will grant you a major baboon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get your monkeys over the rock like they carry <laughs> your stuff over the rocks. <laughs> And you're able to carry... The monkey gets you over the rocks. <laughs> oh, they carry your stuff over the rocks. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to have to borrow these monkeys. <laughs> the monkeys grab your junk and get it over the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you're still Banbury from the block. <laughs> you have to actually shift the toboggan yourselves. So that kind of gets you over a ridge. And as you get to the top of it you can see there are other ridges ahead of you so this really flat terrain is starting to come to an end i look forward to you stringing out this uh this stuff <laughs> like he's gonna turn up tonight and be like oh no i need another day they didn't listen to me <laughs> oh, come on fine tomorrow and you're like one more day we're gonna be in malahim and you're like one more dawn <laughs> one more day so you're able to actually almost slide the toboggan down the other side of the ridge. Whee! If you choose to, you know, yes. like a rattly sledge ride. Yeah. Of course. We might get partway up the next one in that case, with the momentum. Well, you kind of hit the level ground and slow down, and then it's back to getting out and dragging. But you got a chance to feel the wind in your hair and enjoy the breeze and not be on salt for a minute. So it was good. It was good while it lasted. So why don't you both give me a Defy Danger on Constitution to represent the arduous work that you're doing. Bambri's broken. Well, uh, <laughs> turns out Enigma had too many lemons. <laughs> okay. So pretty significant fail by both of us there. Yeah. I failed better. <laughs> it turns out we weren't the mighty ones. Who knew? And now you guys can act like you've got sun delirium. Enjoy. <laughs> Bambury, mark experience. Enigma, mark experience. Ah, experience! And how does this happen then? You're kind of back out in the desert. What do you think it means for your constitution to give out at this point? I think what happened is that we kept trying to outdo each other, right, by going really fast. And so <laughs> we really burnt ourselves out and we're just like, flop. 
<laughs> Look how long I can run for. I can go faster than you. <laughs> You're whatever, Enigma. I can do this walking on my hands. <laughs> I can do this without my cooling glow. That bacon smell you can smell. That's your hands burning on the floor, Enigma. Duh. <laughs> Duh. And so, yes, yeah, somewhere beyond this first ridge, basically Banbury and Enigma both just <laughs> exhaust themselves completely. And it's early afternoon. The sun's almost at its zenith overhead. Basically, the thing that happens is Banbury loses his aircon spell. No! And now the sun is blazing down. And you're all getting very hot. Adventuring packs do contain a parasol, though, don't they? Adventuring kids could contain a parasol. I I mean, we knew we were coming to a desert. Yeah, and you did know you were coming to a desert, so that's the kind of thing you might have picked up. It's good that Enigma's twigged at that, like, four days into the desert, but I suppose better late than never. I was showing that I was hard and didn't need it. (laughs) Lasted longer than Tristan. (laughs) Bambi's just going to point at Percy, who's lying down, and then Tristan, who looks like a burnt wreck of a man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, good. Well done. Well, point proven. I feel like I won that one. Just got to <laughs> In 12 hours, when we're waiting for vultures to pick the last bit of like uh, moisture out of our breath, uh, we'll look at you and think, yeah, yeah, you're a real tough one, you are. Yep. Real good planning. Yep. Right. Percy. I like the idea that they're just lying five feet from each other. They can't move. They're just stuck <laughs> in the sand. Just turning their faces to each other. You did well, guys. <laughs> Percy. Uh, yes. Have you have you rested enough? Can you save us? Because we are definitely going to die now. Yeah. Um. I, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than this. Sorry, guys. I mean, what we've been going for three, four days. I don't even know why we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's just over this next ridge. I'd check, but obviously my broom broke. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's probably just around the corner now. I mean, we really built up that boat ride. I figured that would probably just be the end and then it would be a short walk down the road and boom yeah uh, um, <laughs> yeah uh, um, I guess I can try and take the reins for a bit again All right. um, do you mind yeah. dragging me and Enigma over to the to the thing <laughs> <laughs> we're a bit tired I reckon I could crawl two more centimetres than Banbury <laughs> go on then <laughs> Enigma literally cannot looking at the two rolls there Enigma tries and fails <laughs> Bambi tries to roll but manages just to roll over onto his front so his face down in the dirt and then he's whimpering slightly under his hat I want to use my parasol as a Mary Poppins kind of transportation <laughs> it's not a magic parasol that doesn't work Damn it. it's just a parasol it's a shame that's not what Bambi has that'd be amazing it's lacy AF you know, it is certainly... Uh, As the kids say yeah. when describing the lacy things. All right, so basically you've got Tristan looking like Luke Skywalker's uncle, and then you've got Enigma and Bambri lying also in the back of this as Percy uh... comes to pick up the rope and try and keep everyone moving. Goddess power! Go! I will try to pass some water around the people that yeah. have just collapsed. Don't pass water on us. It's all we've got now. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not beyond that at this stage. If you do need to pass water, I could <laughs> probably live with it. 
comes out in lumps, though. How are our supplies actually looking at this point? You have quite a few ration packs, which means that you may not starve. You also had loads of lemons. You didn't have much water. I seem to remember there was a problem with water last time, wasn't there? Uh, I took a barrel, which we had 24 water left in, so unless something weird's happened to that. But obviously it has I been... Think Another day or two, so if you want me to mark that down considerably. So that was when you started. This is your fifth day in the desert. You don't need water, do you, Percy? No. I would think that would be two each for everyone else. Now, the problem is, um, Banbury's quite keen on the monkeys and wants to make sure that he has a good uh, good working relationship with their union rep, so he's actually been giving them water breaks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't realise that this was going to be as big a thing as it was. So, and water in the desert isn't normally a big deal. So, <laughs> well, not you when you've got a whole barrel. I mean, there's loads yeah. there. I mean, he had, he did have a barrel, and he's never been to a desert. And also, the others seemed really confident. So, you know, he didn't want to seem like a bad guy <laughs> to the monkeys. Okay, well, that's all good. So, yeah, you probably have like maybe a quarter of your barrel left, which at the rate you're going is maybe a day, oh. maybe a little over. Okay, but. On the upside, it is substantially lighter. (laughs) (laughs) You should pick up some souvenirs. This is easy now. Right, Percy? Right? Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe not. Yeah, we're almost there. We could just pick up some of this stuff. I mean, we are almost there. I mean, mean, that's that's certainly true. Uh, Yeah, I think it's just time to double down and, and get back to pulling this cart, so... Everybody on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wake. I'm gonna wake Tristan up because he's been sleeping for quite a while now. Bambi's just gonna slap, find the reddest bit on Tristan and just slap it real hard. Ah, morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> still happening. Less than you thought it would. Mm. I'm screaming. In fact, I, I feel like that's how I'm talking. But I'm like, oh, morning. That really hurts. In fact, it hurts so much that I'm going to sing a little song of healing upon myself. Didn't think of it when I was salt delirious. (laughs) Okay, so give me your arcane art. Okay, so that works pretty well. Uh, what, What does the song sound like? It sounds like this. I lay my hands on my skin and I feel good again. Yeah, I feel good again. Oh, the wrong chord. I lay my hands on my skin and I feel good again. Like I did last night. I'm feeling alright, feeling alright, feeling alright. And I spaffed up most of those chords. Nice. If it's any help, your guitar wasn't great in tune, so it balances mm. out. You know? I mean, yeah, it's been yeah. on my back in the desert sun, and I haven't really tuned it. So I've got my hits back, and I'm no longer sunburnt. When I finish the like song, and I'm feeling kind of okay, I'm. it's going to dawn on me. Holy shit, what time is it? Uh, it's sunshine o'clock. How are we men to know? We're yeah, in a desert. I think- I think it's about midday, judging by the heat. Yeah, so, guys... But it has been this hot all day. Mm. Now, did I dream telling you about what happened last night, or did I actually you tell you what happened last night? You told us about your dream of what happened last night. Yeah, you told us, I mean, something. Right, no. Oh, you liabilities. <laughs> right. <laughs> you is there lie. any shade near? There's no shade, is there, Ben? No. No, there is another ridge on the horizon ahead of you. Okay, 
Let's strike for that ridge because, and I'll, I'll explain the situation as we walk. I will take up one of the ropes. So I'm going to put my shirt back on because I've realised uh, that, and I've also realised the salt wasn't helping as much as I thought. <laughs> I've left a little pile next to uh, Bambri and Enigma, and I'm sort of spoon feeding them little bits of salt. Mostly to just get payback on Bambri, in fact. Actually, Enigma's not harmed me. I'm spooning salt into Bambri's mouth, and he can't stop me. Weirdly. I'm going to push your hand away and be like, no. <laughs> does the, does the level of assault. constitution that Banbury has left allow him to push my hand away? Or am oh, I a bastard. grown man considerably stronger? <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, I just want to make this clear because I have known people to take criticism for this in the past. <laughs> just to be clear, are you trying to poison a child? <laughs> I, will, I will pick one of the smoothest salt crystals I can and tell Banbury, suck on this, it'll give you lots of saliva in your mouth. <laughs> but that, secretly I'm thinking, that only works with the stone. <laughs> this is salt. Right. I'm going to take one of the ropes and as I'm pulling it, I'm going to talk to Percy. Because those two are now too delirious to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> On the count of all, all the salt. We're not delirious. We're just tired. Oh, I well, would say okay. you're probably a little bit delirious. You're probably not yeah. entirely clear. You're delirious. You're starting to... In Bambri's actually enjoying the rocks that I've given him. He's enjoying <laughs> the rocks that I've got. <laughs> Bambri actually takes it out of his mouth and then he's making it chat to, to Bruce and the... In his delirious sunburnt <laughs> state, he's just having a little salt conversation with a salt rock in his, his amazing rock. Percy. Uh, yes, Tristan. Good, good charm as we're pulling, we're heaving. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I may have been delirious, but we've got a real situation on our hands. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're both literally pulling this sledge now. I... Yeah. But it was a good scam for a while. It seems we have a bigger problem on our hands as well. Um, yeah, that... that Creature is a beast called the Consumer. Which creature is this? Right. You know the creature that was in the belly of the ship back there? Oh, right. That yeah. caused us to crash. That Bambri and Enigma said... Oh, talking a bit conspiratorially, like, that Bambri and Enigma said they killed. <laughs> oh, that, that wasn't... Uh, so, you're genuine about that. Okay. Yeah, that that was a... I mean, there is a slim chance that it was salt delirium talking, and I had the crazy vivid dream. Mm. But... Regardless, I was offered a deal last night that that creature is still alive. It is hunting us, and it will come and kill us if you know if that crazy demon that Banbury has at his beck and call can yeah. kill it. We don't have any help. It consumes power. Okay. Come. It came to me in the form of Torquil and offered us the deal, which is that we will be safe if we consume power in its name effectively. And if we don't, it seems to suggest it's coming for us now. I can't think of anything in any stories I've heard or songs I've heard that mention anything like this. Is there anything you can do to find out more about this creature? Or to confirm if it was actually not just a crazy salt dream? Because um, it did seem so really you, real. Okay, well, like, let's get to that ridge and um, I can consult my deity. You see, it was called the Consumer. The con yeah, that's what um, Torquil was saying. He said they are all within the Consumer, much similar to the... Uh, Analogy I used of the lemons in bellies, Bambri's belly, <laughs> bellies, Bambri. Okay, the lemon belly. Yeah, lemon belly. Yeah, well, look, these guys need to get in the shade, and we've both had our times on the sled as well, so let's break for that ridge over there. Okay. And then uh, once we're there, yeah, we can have a, a little look into it in a bit more depth.
Tristan has been awakened by a nocturnal visitation of a different mm. kind to usual. Ah, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, used, I'm used to that. That's fine. I just... <laughs> Four, five, six times a night, I have to get up to pee and do other things, and then <laughs> a bard's work is never done to himself. <laughs> I mean, a that's... bard never does things to himself. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bard's code. We're starting strong. <laughs>